This is the Pearls and Swine podcast, giving hope and healing to those who are under toxic leadership, whether that's in the home or in the workplace. There's nothing more exciting than climbing the ladder, corporate ladder or organizational ladder and being given more responsibilities as leaders um, look at your work and they, they recognize your talents and your skills. And that's exciting, but those who are in middle management and are under a toxic leader, that's a whole nother story. And I'm going to be reading from my blog from Psalm 59, Jealousy and Toxic Leadership. David wrote Psalm 59 when he was only a middle manager. He had been hired as King Saul's go-to guy for making him feel better when overwhelmed with a harmful spirit, as it says in 1 Samuel 16:14-23. David was called in to minister to Saul with his great musical talent to calm Saul. Then David showed his trust in the Lord, his courage, and his skill as a warrior by defeating Goliath not long after. It was a meteoric rise to middle management for David as both Saul's comforter and Saul's commander of the army. But Saul had his own sin to deal with, and it became clear that he did not deal with it well. Jealousy, rage, anger, and all common toxic leadership traits are displayed in the following chapters of 1 Samuel. As the transfer of power from man's choice of leader, King Saul, and God's choice of leader, King David, is played out. Psalm 59 begins with an explanation of when David wrote the song. It says, To the choir master, according to Do Not Destroy, a mitcam of David, when Saul sent men to watch his house in order to kill him. Pride and jealousy. It is extraordinary what these sins can do to a leader. 1 Samuel describes in chapter 19 that David went out to war with the Philistines, doing what he was called to do, and struck them with great blows. However, it goes on to say that a harmful spirit came on Saul while sitting around. Saul took up a spear when David returned from war and was using his great talent of music making in Saul's house to calm him. Saul tried to kill David with the spear, but David escaped. A man may respond in his wickedness the way Saul did in a normal relationship by trying to bring another man down due to his jealousy. However, the power that the king wielded provides both the ability and the seeming motivation for destroying his competition. Saul, as king, at least believed and actually did have the power to destroy a man in his employ. Just as many leaders in the church or Christian organization think they have the right and power to rid themselves of those they see as competitors. The Christianity Today podcasts on Mark Driscoll and Mars Hill have made it abundantly clear that Saul is alive and well among ministry leaders today. 
The basis of Psalm 59 is David simply doing what he was called to do. Go and fight with the Philistines and bring deliverance to Israel from their oppressors to which God had called them. Yet the very one, Saul, who asks him to do this is overwhelmed with evil desires. How often does this happen to leaders? It takes great commitment and self-awareness to battle these temptations. The temptation comes when a person gains some form of power over another person and allows it to go to his head. The temptation to crush someone of whom you are jealous is always great in this broken world of sin. But when the temptation is combined with the power to actually do some crushing, it often gives birth to further sin and chaos. Unless we fight the temptation by the power of the Holy Spirit, the only one more powerful than our sinful passions. But Saul didn't fight it. Saul tried to kill David with his spear multiple times in his power-drunken state. 1 Samuel 18 then tells us Saul goes after David using subordinates who willingly spy on David's house. This behavior is typical for abusive leadership of any sort, the gathering of comrades to help with the dirty work. Though we can have some grace for subordinates who are willing to do the bidding of wicked leaders, they are yet responsible before God for their like oppressive behavior. The writer tells us that Saul's intentions are to kill David in the morning. Thus, Psalm 59 is written. Many of us have had this psalm to write. Being under a leader that fails to curb his appetite for power and then the temptation to wield it against those who perform well in their employ can be dicey and deeply traumatizing. The effects of toxic leadership are well documented and experienced by many by, with whom I have spoken. David later in the psalm describes the words of abusers as swords in their lips. Their words cut and kill. There are real effects to abusive leadership on the psyche and physical health of the employees. It is up to boards and governing authorities to take their oversight responsibly to get rid of toxic leaders. The toxic leaders' gifts and talents will never make up for the hurt and destruction they cause in their jealousy and authoritarian attitudes. Thank you for listening to the Pearls and Swine podcast. We seek to bring hope and healing to those under toxic leadership, whether in the home, the church, or the workplace. If you find our podcasts and blogs helpful, consider giving to the costs of production. My name is Kelly Daynert, and I produce the podcast. The music you heard is called Finally, a song I wrote a number of years ago. It is performed by Mingoli, an African ensemble from Malawi.